Hello and welcome to the Old Plane Podcast, where we explore different aspects of the aviation industry in the company of expert professionals. But before we start, let me remind you that you can find these and all the preceding episodes of the Old Plane Podcast, as well as many other stories about airlines and commercial aviation, on our website, oldplane.tv. That's A-L-L-P-L-A-N-E dot TV. Today we're going to talk about regional airports, but from a very special angle. Our guest has overseen the transformation of a small rural airport with little passenger traffic into a fully-fledged aeronautical industrial facility. Jordi Candela is the director of Aeroports de Catalunya. This is an airport operator owned by the government of Catalonia, which manages two small regional airports not far from Barcelona, Lleida Alguaira and Andorra La Seu which are both about 100 miles from Barcelona. We're going to talk about how Lleida Guaira Airport is now the largest storage site for Boeing 737 Maxes in Europe, and how it's now trying to develop a whole ecosystem of aeronautical activities, from MRO services to flight training to uh, breaking up and recycling aircraft. The other airport that um, Jordi's company manages, Andorra La Seu, is instead a very different kind of airport. It's a mountain airport whose aim is mainly to serve the tiny principality of Andorra, an independent country in the middle of the Pyrenees that is a financial and tourism hub. Here, the goal is to develop niche routes for both the winter ski market and an air shuttle that links the country and the adjacent region to the main hubs in uh, Europe, the main nearby hubs in Europe, with planes of up to 70 seats. So that's quite a challenge. So without further ado, let me welcome Jordi to the podcast to talk about regional airports. Hello, Jordi. How are you? Hi, Miguel. Fine. Fine. Very well. Thank you. Today, we are going to talk about regional airports because... Jordi is the manager of Aeroports of Catalonia, Airports of Catalonia, that manages at the moment two airports, Lleida Alguaira, which is 130 miles west of Barcelona, and La Seu d'Urgell, that is a small mountain airport next to the border with Andorra. Uh, so Jordi, I think best is first if you introduce yourself and tell us a bit more about who you are and, and the position you hold as director of Catalonia Airports. Okay, yeah, thank you. Uh, well, I, I am Jordi Candela. I am, well, I have a master, master of science in transport engineering. Also, and I also have a degree in law and, and business administration. And, and well, my background uh, in the airport sector uh, started very far away in 2000. I was working with, with Abertis, a manager of infrastructures from Spain. Uh, I took part in the acquisition of a, you know, a big, quite important airport group by Abertis. I would say I have all, all, my, all my life uh, being involved in, the, you know, in, the, in aviation, but on the infrastructure side. Just one comment here, um, just for the audience. Abertis is a large infrastructure operator based in Barcelona, but with operations worldwide. It started in um, managing toll roads, but then it, it diversified and it purchased yeah. equity stakes in different airports. 
at some point, I yeah, think well, it, it was controlling Luton Airport in the UK, I think, at, at some point. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, Avertis, you know, as, as, you, as you said, Avertis was a, primarily a, you know, a, a, toll, a toll road opera, uh, operator. Afterwards, they acquired some, some, in, uh, some stakes in, in car park, also in infrastructure for telecommunication. You know, in 2005, they, they jumped into, into the airport business, acquiring TBI, uh, an airport group, a Welsh airport group, Cardiff Airport, but they manage as well Luton Airport, London Luton Airport, also Belfast International, and they had some ma ma airport management contract in the, in, in the States, and also they, they were the managers of several Bolivian, all the Bolivian international airports. So then you move from Avertis straight away into uh, airports of Catalonia? Well, yeah, I mean, they had a project to, to launch some airports. I had the opportunity to, to, to get involved in the, in, the, in the project. It was 2008 when the company started and I, I have been working there since then. Yeah. Just a, a quick note. There are several airports in Catalonia. The, the most important one is, of course, is Barcelona El Prat Airport, the International Airport of Barcelona. That's managed by a, a different company. It's called, uh, it, it used to be called Aena, I think now they changed the name. Same as uh, Girona and Reus, which are two airports that used to be Ryanair bases. There's still some, some low-cost activity there. And Aeroports de Catalunya manages an airport that was newly created about 10 years ago in Lleida, which is in, in the west part of Catalonia. Then it manages a small airport that is in a, in a small town in the Pyrenees called La Seu d'Urgell, which is very close to the border with Andorra. And actually, it's considered a bit like the national airport of Andorra, sort of. Even if it's well, yeah, indeed, Andorra. indeed, we we change we change the name now. Now the, that airport is called Andorra Laseo Airport because yeah. of the you know the interest of, of of Andorra in that airport to to behave as the national airport. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's not in Andorran territory, actually, I want to mention that I I wrote an article for CNN some time ago about how the smallest countries in the world manage their let's say their air gateways. So I looked at how countries like San Marino, Andorra. Liechtenstein and, and Vatican City, for example, manage their um, access by air. So in most cases, there's not enough space in, in the country, literally, to have an airport. So they have to rely on, on facilities that are in the, uh, on the neighboring country. So I will put a link to this article in the episode notes so that you can, you can check how all these different countries manage their airport well, yeah. access. In, indeed, Miguel, it, 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 is, it is our case. I mean, in, in the case of Andorra Seu Airport, we are the airport operators, but there is an agreement between uh, the government of Andorra and Catalonia through which uh, we cooperate to be able to, to deliver you know, a more appealing airport product for, for Andorra and for Catalonia as well. Very good. There's one topic I wanted to uh, touch here in this conversation. And this is how the management of, of a regional airport, how it differs from managing a major airport. Because the two airports you have in managing uh, through your company, they are relatively small. Uh, they are yeah. in areas that are not, they don't have particularly heavy traffic, to put it in some way. But there's something very interesting in the story is that you have managed to, to convert the airport that was originally uh, designed mainly for passenger traffic, and maybe it was designed on a on a very 
optimistic pieces. It was designed at a time uh, the economy was growing a lot. Uh, there were some projections that maybe were not that realistic in terms of traffic, but the airport was built. The infrastructure is there. And, and then what you did this last few years is actually reconverted into a, a more special type of airport, an industrial airport. The main activities at the airport are not commercial traffic, although there is a little bit of that. Mainly it's an industrial airport, a storage airport, and a training airport. Can you tell us a bit more about this, about what were the challenges that you were finding yep. in, the, in the, let's say, in the previous configuration of this airport as it was originally designed? And how you yeah, well, well, in, in, in this sense, you have to understand that, you know, running an airport or even a regional or a big international airport, it is a business of a, of a huge fixed cost. In this sense, if you have the interest to, to have this infrastructure open and delivering a service, you, have, you, will, you, will, you will have to face different fixed costs in order to, I mean, what, what we call uh, availability. Having said this, I mean, you have to differentiate between, I would say, the classic regional airport, which a classic regional, regional airport in the last years is a kind of airport having a lot of low-cost traffic, this kind of airports, maybe they don't receive a huge amount of airport taxes, you know, landing, landing fees, passenger fees from the airlines. But on the other hand, they have the opportunity to, to raise their income through what, what they are called, the, you know, the land, the non-aeronautical revenues, I would say, uh, acting as a landlord. In our case, where the passenger, you know, our passenger base is quite low, our challenge is to raise activity, we have to we have to understand that I mean this kind of airports, from a financial point of view, are, are very difficult to, to I mean to become profitable. How many passengers you have right now per year in in commercial? Uh, I mean, yeah, I would say uh, a rough figure before COVID was uh, between fifty and sixty thousand passengers per year. So it's it's a very low base. This amount of traffic is not enough to face or to, to balance the cost that we face. So what we are trying is from a financial point of view, but also from a social or economic point of view, uh, considering the you know, economy of the, of the region of Lleida, is that we try to raise as many high-tech activities and aviation projects that can boost um, the economy in, of Lleida and in particular, to you know, to increase the the, the the employment and to give more opportunities to the citizens of Lleida, which is our major challenge as a public company. You came up with this idea of making of the airport a sort of a I don't know what's exact name to describe it. It's an industrial airport, an MRO airport, a service airport. Um, well, a storage uh, airport. What's the right name for what you do? Well, now? Uh, I would say. I, I prefer to avoid the the word airport. To be honest, to be honest, I uh, I am more comfortable, you know, in a platform platform for aviation. Mm -hmm. You know, it's you know, it's uh, like a twist knife where, uh, that that you can use it for passenger services, for commercial traditional uh, commercial uh, aviation, but also for for training and uh, you know these startups and 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 high tech um, aviation projects also for for storage and for for preservation and yeah actually i i just uh pause here just to mention again um sorry for being referencing previous writings again but i also would add to the notes a link to the article i i, I wrote also for cnn about Yeda airport when i i visited in february i think or march just before the the covid pandemic 
when we had the chance to see the airport and visit the facilities, take um, a lot of pictures of the planes you have now in storage there. Because Yeida, it's now, I don't know if it still is, but it used to be at the time, the place in Europe that was keeping uh, more Boeing 737 Maxes in storage. So you had few Norwegian uh, yeah. 737s, a few Iceland there 737s. Um, we, have, we have nine right now there. And plus some other aircraft that were there yeah. also for other reasons. There were a couple of Jumbos. There, were, there was an A330 being broken up. There was, um, I remember, some other turboprops, I think. It was quite an impressive sight to see all those planes there. These last few months, we have seen lots of pictures from places like this all over the world where the airlines are keeping their planes in storage because basically when you have a plane that uh, is not active for a number of months, you cannot forget about it. You need to keep maintenance, you need some procedures on the plane. So this is where airports like, like Yeida come into play, right? You, so you have there some some service providers that built a, they set base there at the airport and now they are providing all these services to airlines like Norwegian, like Iceland there, like other other airlines that have a need for space, keep their aircraft somewhere. Yeah, and, and, and in addition, what I mean, our challenge is to work with them and to co to, co to cooperate to, to help them to be more competitive. For instance, if I mean, for these service providers, for, for these MRO, MRO operators, we will be able to deliver in the forthcoming months, you know, a school of uh, technical maintenance there. But what we aim in, in the case of Lleida is to become a, a you know, I would say a one-stop shop for the industry. So then you, uh, people, local people will, will have the opportunity to, to train and uh, in order to qualify for a good job, being able to, to train, uh, to deliver people qualified for the industry in order that to be able to attract more industrial partners to be based in data and attract more, um, you know, this industrial, industrial and uh, high-tech uh, activity related to aviation. Let me put it this way. The comparison that comes to my mind is that of, uh, for example, like an industrial park, a science yeah. or, or, or industry park where you have companies there that uh, use some, some common facilities. Uh, because right now you have there you have a, a company that is doing all these MRO stuff. So they are taking care yeah. of all these planes in storage. They are also breaking up planes in the, the parts and stairs away for the secondary market. That's true. Also, yeah. also Norwegian is the is doing their own maintenance. Uh, airlines are able to to to, to base you know uh, a maintenance unit in our facilities. And you also have a, a flight school, right? So you're training pilots, yeah. uh, international well, flight school. So you have pilots from many countries there coming to Yeida to train. Yeah, well, I mean, we have one of the European leading leading flight school. It's uh, BAA training. They are they are based, or they used to be based in, in Lithuania and Vilnius, and they they they, they choose Yeida because of the you know of, of the of the good weather and the, you know the reliability of the ability of the facility to to cope with their needs. I mean, they still have the headquarters there in Vilnius, but uh, they decided to choose Lleida for the for the the, the reliability of the infrastructure and the, you know our flexibility of airport managers. And uh, thanks to BAA training, we have been able to to handle more than thirty thousand operations in two thousand nineteen. Just from an operational point of view. 
it is in the top 20 Spanish airports in India. It was in, in, in 2019. I, I don't know. I mean, 2020 will be very, will be very difficult to compare, but then the truth is that, for instance, in June, the BA training, they, I mean, they, they came back and they, they, they restarted uh, very early um, the operation. And to be honest, they are performing quite, quite well uh, during, uh, they have been performing quite well during all the, uh, all the summer. It is a, a good complement for, uh, in, our, in our strategy. Yours is a case of, of a business that actually the pandemic possibly, I'm not sure if say that it, it has favored you, but uh, certainly you haven't suffered that much from the pandemic because actually a big part of your activity, for example, the storage, well, you already had the storage from the, the Boeing Maxes, but you have actually increased, right? The number of planes that you have in storage during this month. Yeah. We have we have a slightly increase, but the, but the thing is that in the forthcoming weeks we will we will uh, enlarge the apron. We will add two additional aprons that will be able to I mean to handle roughly 100 or uh, ICAOC aircraft. So in this sense, we will we will multiply our our apron capacity uh, three times, three four uh, three four times depending oh. on the configuration. So in this sense, you know, this, this crisis has boosted the, you know, the investment in, in, in infrastructure just to, to be competitive and to fulfill the, the, the industry needs. And also we are, I mean, we will, we will complement this, this investment into, with the construction of a, of a new uh, hangar with, which is expected to, to have 6,000 square meters, so and with two positions for you know for 320s or 737 and one uh, or one for uh, 330. So in this sense, this situation has triggered our our investment, and you know, and the, the, the challenge that we face right now is which will be you know the, the I would say the the rational investment suitable for the case of Lleida because it's true that we expect and the industry will need a lot of uh, apron space. And a lot of cheap apron space, but on the other hand, we have to. I mean, we always think uh, on you know on about what what will what can happen in in the next five between five and ten years. So I mean, it's it's just to to find you know a balance between the short term needs and our financially healthy business model for 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 the public investment. Yeah, actually, you, you just touched what was going to be my next question, which is the, the business model on this type of airport. As you mentioned, you consider it to be more of a, as a landlord, as an industrial facility. In a normal airport, you normally have the fees, the charges paid by the airlines for, well, by the passengers ultimately, uh, but also by the airlines. So there's a number of, of fees per passenger, per aircraft, per movement. And then there's all the revenue from, from the shops that are ultimately depend on the, on the flow of people. In your case, your business model is a bit different. Can you tell us a bit more about how this works? I mean, do people pay you like a rent to operate in, yeah. in the facilities? What's the business model? Well, indeed, indeed, you know, commercial airports, they, they have also, a, or they, may, they may have a, a quite important amount of uh, income uh, coming from the rents and, and Oh, and, and, and utilities. In our case, since you know our our base of passengers is, is not very not very high, and also you know we, we don't have this 
non-aeronautical revenues, we have to rely on the, you know, on the on the on, on the rent, and that's why we, I mean, our business model is focused on on this source of of, of revenue. And in this case, we have to be very careful because the, you know, uh, here we have the we, we have the competition from the United States where you know prices are very low. In the case of Europe, there are different players, and in the last month. We have fa- we are we, we are facing you know with new with new players offering very low rates. So in this case, we have to to, to reach a balance between you know an appealing uh, an, uh, an appealing parking or rent rate, uh, but being able to justify the public investment that we may have to we may we may have to have to to face. That's so that's, uh, that's, our, that's, that's, that's how, roughly how, how our business works. And this, this is valid for, for apron spaces, this is valid for office spaces, and, and for any, you know, any room and any, any land that, that we may we might rent. So your competitors would be places like Teruel or Chateauhoux? Yeah. Uh, Real is also attracting some, you know, some 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 traffic, some some aircraft in the last month. So here, and the American the American desert. Of course, uh, we have Mojave. You have Mojave. You have Victorville. You have Marana in Arizona. I mean, uh, I mean, this is this is a global this is a global industry, and, and well, thing is that uh, we, I mean, our strategy together with you know with uh, with the strategy of our partners is to. To be more focused, you know, on on on, be more service oriented instead of price oriented, because you know, um, being 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 a public company, we have to we have to be, be I mean, we have to be very we have to be very careful on, on how we how we invest the money and uh, and the return that our investment will will deliver to to you know to the local economy, and that's that that, that that's a challenge. I mean, being able to attract traffic to raise activity. To be, be being able to you know to provide you know a nice picture on of, of our aprons filled up by, by aircraft, but also providing uh, a good financial and economic return to the to the region. You also have an, some um, educational activities, right? You have some agreements with universities that they go there to yeah. test uh, drones and stuff. Yes, 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 yes. I, yes. I, I would I would put this this. I mean. These, these, these activities in you know in a, in a third niche of uh, activity which are you know the research and development activities like I mean we have the engine tests activities made there also some vertical launching tests also made by you know by by academic institutions but also we have been the the host of many of the tests of uh, big drone of big drone uh, not operators, uh, big, big drone producers like Singular Aircraft, which is a Spanish leading drone company. They are developing a four uh, metric ton drone, MTO drone. So uh, we have some agreements with, you know, with uh, several research and development companies, which they 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 develop their, their their projects linked to, you know, to space and to space and aviation. So. This is the kind of, of, of projects that raise value to I mean to, to our facility and you know they, they, they help us to, to build a small ecosystem uh, aviation aeronautical ecosystem that maybe you know the, the seat 
for something for something bigger in 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 the case of data. In this sense, we have I mean, we, we we have we have clear reference in the case of United States, where you know along the west coast you have the big commercial airports, and in and the east part of California you can find several industrial facilities that they 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 become you know a natural complement to the to the big commercial airports where the you know platform is a scarce resource and and time also is quite scarce so in this sense we can provide long-term platforms long-term space and you know and a quite uh, isolated environment to to develop your 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 projects also to to become a you know as a showroom because the airport is a is a quite unique piece of infrastructure that yeah that when people visit visit Jada they they, they usually um, fall in love with uh, you know with the terminal. Yeah. I don't know if 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 it happened to you, but I mean it's it is a quite Beautiful. unique building. Yeah, yeah, it's very svelte. Um, I will post some pictures on on the show notes. It's very nicely designed, and you can really see that some care has gone into making it a nicely beautiful design building. So well, it, it has sure. been a, it, it has been awarded with several prizes on of architecture and so on. So yeah, we, we are we are quite we are very proud of the you know of the building that 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 we, that we have in 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 Gigaway Airport. And what about La Seu and Andorra Airport? Any prospects for uh, regular flights there? Because I think at some point there were a couple of startup airline projects that wanted to link Andorra to the mm. rest of the world, basically. Um, but that hasn't happened. And in, I think in the 1970s and 1980s, there used to be a shuttle flight with a Fokker 27, I think, to Barcelona yeah. Airport, where you could connect with a with the longer haul international flights. And I think there have been some some projects to do this, to create some sort of air shuttle from Andorra, yeah. well, from, from La Seu, uh, but basically the main market yeah, yeah. for this would be Andorra. There's a banking sector there, there's a tourism tourism um, sector as well, some ski resorts. So, so there was this project, but this hasn't happened yet. Um, what, what are the latest news? I mean, of course, not uh, now with the pandemic, but are there any serious prospects there of uh, some regular service? If these regular services will, I mean, they will happen soon. The good thing of, of La Seu that is that uh, as airport operators, we have been able to, I mean, to get from AISA the, the permits of a of a, an IFR non-redundant procedure based on GPS. So that means that... If I can stop you one second here, just I'm going to post some pictures, but just a note that the airport is located in a very narrow valley surrounded by high mountains. It was actually on a, on a mountain top that has been cut, literally. So there were, there were some orographical challenges, I think, in that airport. Not every aircraft can land there. I think... A, the largest well, it, it, it was it was more to due to the to the runway the runway is one one thousand three hundred fifty meters length and uh and, uh, and uh, width is twenty eight meters so in this sense you know the, the the biggest aircraft able to to and certified to operate there is the a t r seventy two you had uh, elton john i think landed there Right. Yeah, with 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 several dorniers. Yeah, <laughs> for, he came to for, a concert for, or something, right? And yeah, he landed for there. Sir Elton and, and the band. Yeah, they they came with yep. from yeah. from Germany, I think. Yeah, yeah with their own so, their own charter aircraft for their. Yeah, own. no, I mean, and, yeah. and we have 
I mean, we have we have uh, corporate services on a regular on a on a regular basis. For instance, last week we had commercial flights. You know, corporate uh, uh, executive aviation, uh, but commercial flights uh, five from seven days of the week. So that I mean, that is you know the the niche for for corporate aviation is there, and the the airport is becoming more and more popular for you know for this industry. If we talk about regular services. You have to take into account that this is a market that that has to be done. It's true that the COVID-19 hit our, our plans, but the information we have from you know from regional airlines is that now that uh, we have this IFR uh, procedure approved, there is technically nothing that can can stop their operations. So now now it's a question of building the market, building the demand, and here. And especially at the, at the time that we are facing, you know, regional carriers, they are quite scary to take, you know, this a big financial risk linked to, you know, building a market, a new market. And that's, that's why we are, they are, they are in talk uh, with the government of Andorra because there are, there are different options, right? What it's called a public service obligation, or similar tools through which, you know, uh, Andorra can be connected from uh, La Seu, which is just 20 minutes away from Andorra to any airport uh, of the world via major European hubs. And that's, that's, a, that's a, a new opportunity that citizens from Andorra that, that they are having right now. Are there any studies about which routes would be priority? Formerly, uh, uh, I mean, it was, it was made a business plan just to analyze like, this kind of um, and the kind of routes that they had sent, especially uh, there are two sources of, of routes, the ones linked to tourism and, and ski, and the other, you know, connecting, connecting La Seu with uh, Paris, and, Paris and Madrid. If you, if you connect La, La Seu with Madrid in a proper, in a proper uh, schedule, yeah, you, will, you will be able to, to take the, the flights, uh, long-haul flights in the, in the you know, for, for the waves of Latin, Latin America, where Madrid is a very competitive airport. And if you fly to, to Paris, uh, it, it, uh, it is a similar case from from, from Madrid as well. So here, uh, you know, from a connectivity point of view, Madrid and Paris would be the more logical, the more reasonable, reasonable routes to launch. That in terms of, uh, in terms of a ski, you know, UK is a, has been traditionally a big, a big market for ski in Andorra. Also, you have the you know um, Spanish market is, is quite important. Also, the Portuguese, some French regional, some French regional. Also, they are being uh, every day more interested in the Pyrenees. And, and you know, I mean, I mean, ski is not a big market, but but it's I mean for for a kind of regional airport like La Seu, you know, we are we are thinking on packages of 50 people packages there is, there is room because you know, um, it's more you cannot land you cannot land very large aircraft anyway so <laughs> yeah yeah that's I mean, <laughs> this is a big condition but the, the, the major challenge is to to put uh, this aircraft in the, uh, this airport in the you know in the in the mind of the uh, this ski niche tour operators they, 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 there are quite a few in europe mm-hmm. interesting that's definitely something to keep an eye on and see how these these efforts to develop this market go it would be interesting to have such a mountain airport operating routes to all over europe 
in the near future. Well, indeed, indeed, in Switzerland there are there are a few similar aircraft, uh, similar air airports like uh, like like Laseo, and they are running quite well. I mean, you have to understand Laseo linked to a regional strategy of the Pyrenees. So, in this sense, having an airport just in the Pyrenees, or I mean, very very well located. Um, it is something quite valuable that that I, that I think that uh, you know the tourist sector will will take profit very sure uh, very surely. Very good. Well, Charlie, it's been very interesting to learn about all these different initiatives that you are developing. So I guess the plans for the future are to continue developing in this direction, like uh, industrial activities at Yadal Waira, continuing the effort to to position Laseo as the gateway to the Pyrenees. That's true, Miguel. I mean, here the challenge is to squeeze the niches where we have this competitive advantage. So, if we have a niche where we are competitive, then I think we are more flexible, or or we aim to be, you know, the, the most flexible airport operator and uh, uh, able to, you know, to deliver tailor-made solution to 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 any client. And I mean. Following this strategy, I think that, that that we will continue this success that that started with you know with uh, this strategical change of uh, of Lleida Airport and it, it continued with you know with with the development of Laseo Airport as a outside full commercial facility uh, with the highest uh, industry standards for regional aviation. So well, thank you so much for for giving us your vision. About you are welcome, Miguel. A very interesting topic of regional airport development. I'm going to be posting links to all these places that we have been talking about, photos, and of course, other resources so that you can put these things in context. So, thank you so much. You are welcome, Miguel. And please, well, everybody is welcome in, in Lleida and Laseo. Do not hesitate to contact us. We will be more than than happy to to show to show our work and to show our facilities. So great. Thank you very much, Mikel. Thank you. And one more thing before you go. Remember you can subscribe to the Oplane Podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many other platforms. If you like this podcast, please do not hesitate to give it a good rating or to recommend it to a friend. See you soon.